Welcome to the Parkway Live Church Podcast. Thank you for taking time to let God's Word impact you. Always encouraged to know God is touching lives through this ministry. Please visit parkwaylive.com to let us know. You can also hit the giving tab to sow into the ministry that you are experiencing. Now, prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. So today I'm starting a brand new series. We're starting a brand new series at the church called Fresh Wind, Fresh Fire. Um, the praise and worship team is not back out yet, but I want to just stop and say they did an incredible, incredible job. The presence of the Lord was so rich in that. and I love, I love that new song. love that new song. So we're starting this series, Fresh Wind, Fresh Fire, and I, I welcome everyone online. I welcome everyone in the room today, and I want God to do some rich things in this series, um, and I believe that he is. And Are you ready? Are you, are you ready to... Buckle down over the next 21 days and hear the voice of God in your life and uh, challenge you. I challenge you in the name of Jesus to, to go to a new place in the Lord, re, rekindle some things in your life. And so 6 to 8 in the mornings, we'll be here. Uh, it's come and go and um, come in this side like Pastor Brandon said, and, and uh, we're going to see God do some rich things. I really, really believe it. Again, if you can't be here, find a place to pray, but we'd love for you to gather in with us. 1 Kings chapter 18 and verse 38 is the scripture I want to read to you this beautiful morning. Then the fire of the Lord fell. Everybody say the fire of the Lord fell. And it consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and it licked up the water that was in the trench. When the fire falls, it just consumes everything. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, the Lord, he is God. He is God. Amen. Somebody say fresh wind. Fresh fire. In Yosemite National Park, starting in 1872 and continuing for almost a century all the way to 1968, they had a unique, unique event that took place seven nights a week that was called the fire fall, the fire fall. They would gather trees from all across the park and they would place these trees on the top of an incredibly high granite mountain and it would be this huge stack of wood and then they would bring in and pour kerosene on those trees and then light this massive, these massive logs on fire and it was in quite a, quite a sight. And so at sundown, they would get some bulldozers and begin to push those logs and the embers over the sides and they would fall 3,000 feet. A picture on the screen is actually a picture from Yosemite Park of this taking place. They would come flying down and people say it looked like a waterfall of fire. They built a hotel there because there were so many people coming to see this nightly. It was a nightly event. And so it was this huge, huge thing that took place, and you can see just here uh, how, how beautiful it must have been. 
But this is what I want to center in on this is that just before they pushed the logs and this huge fire over the side of this cliff to create this incredible moment for everyone that was watching, all of the people, it was a ritual, that all of the people were gathered to watch, that gathered to watch the fire would cry out with a loud voice right before they pushed this over the cliff, and this was the tradition, they would all cry out this, let the fire fall. Would you say that with me? Let the fire fall. There was a man who witnessed this, and he was able to see this. He was live to see this one night, and and so many years later, he came back to Yosemite and not knowing what I'm about to tell you, and, and he began to look for the time of when this took place, and he began to ask. He asked a park ranger. He found a park ranger, and he says, when does the fire fall? And the man turned back to him, and the ranger said this, I'm sorry, sir. The fire doesn't fall here anymore. I'm sorry, the fire doesn't fall here anymore. I do not want that to be said over my life, over your life, over this church. At one time, they had a bright burning experience with God. The fire was falling. It was cascading. It was raining down on their souls like a waterfall. But something, something was extinguished. The fire was extinguished. And not just, now it's just a flickering ember of what was once a red hot fire in their life. Gone is the enthusiasm, the excitement, the awe of serving the Lord. Gone is praise and worship that barrels out of your soul that you can't stop. It happened to Matthew 20 and Matthew chapter 28. Can I preach to you today? Matthew chapter 28 and verse 8 we see something like this kind of happen. It was the story of the five virgins that ran out of oil and the story of the bridegroom coming. They didn't have oil in their lamps and the bridegroom was coming and they had lost oil in their lamps. And the Bible says this, give us your oil. The five foolish looked at the five wise and said, Give us of your oil, for our lamps have gone out. It is a, it's a tough story in the word of God. One translation said it this. It says, give us your oil, listen to this, for our flame is dying. Dying flames. Flames that were once ignited by the power and the fire of the Holy Spirit 
no longer burning brightly for God in their life. I want to stop right here and say this to Parkway Life. We need a fresh fire in the midst of the congregation. I don't care if your background is Baptist, Lutheran, Episcopalian, Pentecostal. I don't care what background you came from. I don't care if you grew up not knowing anything about the Lord. I'm gonna tell you one of the catalysts for this church moving forward is that the fire still falls in this house. Can anybody give the Lord a shout of praise in this house? Hallelujah. Come on, from the risers to the floor. Do you want to see the fire fall in our midst? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 29 says this. Our our God is a consuming God. Matthew chapter three and verse 11, it says this, he, he, speaking, speaking of Jesus, shall baptize you in the Holy Ghost and in fire, fire, fire. He wants to baptize you with passion. He wants to baptize you with anointing. He wants to baptize you with something where your spirit has gotten cold in God. He wants to baptize you with the passion and the fire of the spirit of the Lord. Let me tell you what fire is in the word of God. Fire is a symbol of acceptance and approval by God. When they offered an offering unto the Lord, The way that they knew that the Lord approved of that offering is that the sacrifice would be consumed by fire. Fire would fall from heaven and consume that offering. It was as if they were saying, let the fire fall as they offered up their sacrifice. It's in Leviticus chapter nine that the Bible says a fire went out from the presence of the Lord and consumed the sacrifice, and the people shouted and fell on their faces. It was the approval, the acceptance of God upon their sacrifices. When our lives are given to God as a sacrifice, the fire of God will consume that sacrifice and that sacrificial life that we live and we offer up to him. The fire is also a symbol of God's presence. Where there was fire, there was God. When God showed up, there was fire. Wherever he was, there was a demonstration of fire. Zechariah chapter two says this, I will be unto Jerusalem a wall of fire. I will be in Jerusalem a wall of fire round about and the glory of the Lord in the midst of her. When the children of Israel walked through the wilderness, the Bible says that God sent to them a pillar of fire by night. 
And this is something unique that I want to tell you. I can't preach on this, but this is good. Their enemies didn't see the fire. All they saw was darkness, but the children of Israel could see the fire. I'm just going to tell you, the world won't recognize what I'm talking about today and it'll sound foreign. But if you're a child of God and you cry out, let the fire fall, you will recognize the power of God in your life when it falls. Can you give the Lord a shout of praise? That fire that led them through the wilderness had a guiding effect. It had an illuminating effect. It energized them as they walk through the desert. There are churches, and I say this sadly, not with uh, a boasting nor condescending to churches, but there are churches in America that have fallen victim to preaching a gospel with no fire in it. There's no fire in the pulpit. It doesn't fit in the equation of church. It doesn't look popular. It doesn't fit in the modern culture. The foolishness of preaching with fire looks to be something that's outdated. But there's no fire in their pews. There's no fire in their worship. There's no fire in their prayers. Charles Spurgeon said this, put some fire in the sermon or put the sermon in the fire. We need the fire of God in our lives. I want you to look and say this with me. Lord, I would love for your fire to ignite my soul. I, uh, I love systems in the church. I love systems in the church. What does that mean? I love the programs. I love all of the things that a church of our size can, can get together. And I love the administration and the processes of systems. And, and all, I love all of that. I, 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 love, I, love, I love lights. I love, we, we don't have it today, but every once in a while we'll do a little, little, little haze in the room. I like a little haze because then you can see the lights better. I, I, like, I like a lot of the stuff that's modern that we do in church. But I gotta tell you this, none of these things have ever or ever will produce fire. And I've got common sense enough to know that and so do you. We don't do those things to produce the fire. We only do those things to, to, to lead us into the atmosphere and the presence of the Lord and create an environment. But I gotta tell you, we have to always understand. I love all the new, but I've gotta tell you, I still want the foundational fire of God to fall in the midst of the congregation. If our worship if our worship ever becomes mechanical and it's turned off at a moment and turned on at a moment, it is time for the fire to fall again. 
If our hearts are no longer convicted, it's time for the fire to fall. Sin is running rampant in our nation and we've seen it on every side even this week. If we have ever needed the church to be on fire, it is right now in the church. Come on church, I need you to rally with me today. I need the passion to pour out of your soul. Hallelujah. 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 Timothy said this, 1 Timothy chapter one and verse six says, stir up the gift of God that is in you. One translation said it this way, rekindle fire that is within you. If I'm rekindling it, that means it probably used to be there. But I gotta stir it up again. It's something that may have went dormant. And that's not something that I speak evil of any of us. Even the disciples at times went dormant and their kindle went out or it went to a low ember. I'm not acting like this is something that to bring condemnation on any of us. But I am here to tell you that God put a voice in your life through the, the, the voice of a pastor to look back at you and say, I don't care if it's popular or not, if you are going to serve the Lord, if you are going to make your mark, it's more than wearing a T-shirt and more than signing up that you're a part of Parkway Life Church. It is... It is getting in touch with God and asking God to do something supernatural in your life that nothing else can do but the power of God in your life. Can I preach today? Fire comes from the Lord, but we have to keep it burning. God will send the fire, but you, you have to put wood on the fire. Proverbs 26 and 20 has a profound scripture. Y'all not gonna believe how profound this is. Where there is no wood, the fire goes out. I'm I'm gonna tell you, that's so deep. You know what that means in the Greek? Where there is no wood, the fire goes out. I mean, it's deep, deep stuff. If you don't put wood on the fire. It's just a matter of time before all you have is ashes, marks of something that used to be on fire. If you came out of 2020 with nothing but ashes where there used to be fire, it's because you're not putting wood on the fire. It's not because God was not on fire in 2020. It's because something in our lives, we allowed circumstances, we allowed someone or something to cause us to extinguish what God wanted to blaze in a greater way than ever before. Getting in the word, listen to this closely. Getting in the word of God in 2021 is putting wood on on the fire. The next 21 days, that's all we're doing is creating an opportunity for you to refocus, 
and put wood on the fire. Prayer, prayer is the wood on the fire. Praise is the wood on the fire. Listen to this one. Forgiving your enemies is the wood on the fire. Resisting temptation when no one is watching is wood on the fire. I want you to repeat this after me, please. Holy Spirit, fall on my soul again. The scripture in the word of God, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 19 says this. Quench not the spirit. I'm gonna say it this way. Don't put fake logs on the fire. Is that all right? Can I modernize that just a little bit? Don't put fake logs on the fire. My mom and dad, we were growing up and, and um, we, we never had a fireplace and so my grandparents in Louisiana had, man, they had a big old fireplace. Now, I don't know if it was as big as I remember, but, you know, when you're a kid, you remember everything real big. And, and we had a, he had, Papa had a huge fire. I mean, one time we put so much Christmas paper in there that we caught the chimney on fire. Well, you know you're a redneck when you catch the chimney on fire. And, 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 and we called, but it was a, it was a, and, and for us, we didn't have a fireplace. Uh, and so, man, we, I think we lived in front of that thing. My mom and dad always said, oh, one day I wish we could have a fireplace. We love the burning wood. We love a fireplace. And, and uh, a few years, you know, after, a few years later in life, mom and dad were able, uh, and this is since I've been out of the house, but they were able to purchase a home that had a fireplace. And I was so excited for my parents. I was so excited for them. And I thought, man, mom and dad, they wanted this all their life. <laughs> and, and, and I got to their house. And I was, I was, I was, I'm going to tell you, I was just about offended. I got to their house, and my mom and dad had went to some fire store and bought fake logs. I walked up, and dad walked up and said, hey, Nathan, watch this. And he hit a little button, and it went, and it had a little wind blowing. I said, Dad. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I was like offended in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I was, I, I, I was like, I mean, I, I literally, I was like in shock. I said, Mom, Dad, what are y'all doing? You went and bought a fake logs for the fire. I said, Why did you do this? And they told me, Nathan, at our age, it's too much trouble dealing with the wood. <laughs> Is it too much trouble? Is it too much trouble for me to devote a moment to God in prayer? Is it too much trouble for me to stop 
in my business of life and put the stinking Facebook and Twitter and Instagram to the side? Is it too much trouble for me to lay my gaming down and my searching and my Googling for a moment? Is it too much trouble to lay down the false wood and get back to the word of God and seek the face of God through the power of prayer? God's not looking for a church that knows how to hit a button and looking for a fake wind. He wants the fire of the Holy Ghost in the house. Hallelujah. 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 Don't put fake wood in the firebox of your life. It may be a sacrifice, but I want the real thing. I don't, want to, I don't want to fake it till I make it. We've got, I want real heat. Let me tell you what's going to keep your kids in church. Real heat. Real fire. Let me tell you what's going to win your kids back who have walked away from God. Real heat. Real fire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you what's going to walk into Mexico with you this week, buddy. Real heat and real fire, my friend. Hallelujah. As we do our missionary journeys and we send our money out across the world to help people, I want to tell you, if we send cold cash, it's not going to go anywhere. But if it's backed up with real power and anointing, it'll change a world. Oh, God, send the fire. It'll heal our families. It'll burn out addictions and habits. It'll give deliverance to people who are dealing with the demons in their life. There's something about the fire. I want you to listen to this statement. There's something about the fire that makes the snake run. You ever go to a, a camping spot? What do you do? Well, we don't, want any, we don't want any snakes to come inside of the camp. What do you do? And the redneck says, build a fire. It's not a fire, it's far. Build a fire. Build a fire. I want you to build a fire because snakes run from the fire. Hallelujah. If you have a snake that's wiggled its way out of hell and into your house, build a fire. Hallelujah. If you've got something in your marriage that is wiggling its way in there and creating division in your house, I got an answer for you. Before you do anything else, build a fire. It'll make the snake run every single time. By the way, we don't play with snakes in this church. We build the fire to run the snakes out in the name of Jesus. And that is through the, that is through the power of the fire of the spirit of the Lord. Do y'all feel what I feel in the house today? Something about the fire. Jeremiah said this, and I love how he said this. He said this, I've got the word in me. And it is like, you can't even hardly read this verse without having a little, oh. He said, it's like fire. <laughs> it's like fire shut up in my bones. Ooh, I want that to be said of Parkway. Hallelujah. That it's like fire shut up in my 
bones. I want it to consume us in such a way that we can say it like Jeremiah. I've got the word in me and it's like a fire shut up in my bones. The disciples on the road to Emmaus, they walked with Jesus and didn't know it was Jesus. This was after the resurrection. They thought he was still in the grave and they're walking with Jesus and don't know it's Jesus and they got to their end of their journey and on the road to Emmaus and when they got to Emmaus, Jesus walked off and they stood there and they turned to one another and said, man, our hearts burn within us when that man spoke. I'm gonna call it holy heartburn. And I want the church to get a holy heartburn within you. That your heart, when you get in prayer from sometimes between six and eight in the morning, that it's not cold in your spirit, but there is a holy heartburn that sets in. Hey, I'm gonna tell you what, we, we don't need social media on fire with your hot words. We need your heart on fire with the power of God and it will do the work, do the work that God wants you to accomplish. John the Baptist had the fire and people came from the synagogues to the caves to hear him preach. The fire is absolutely necessary for growth. In California, in California, in California, in California, we hear about the big, large redwood trees. And some years ago, they had they had a problem with the redwood trees that they were, they were becoming extinct. And what was going on after much discovery is that the rangers were so careful to put out fires. They had new modern technology and with the modern technology they could tell when the fires through the power of lightning would strike something and create a fire and they could pick up on it and they could jump on it and they were putting out the fires quicker and quicker around the redwoods. And so what was going on is that the fire could not burn out. The natural process of fire could not burn out the crustacean, burn the crustacean off of the seeds. And the seeds couldn't germinate and therefore the new trees, the new redwoods, were not springing up. The fire was supposed to put the callousness, the hardness of that seed. It was supposed to burn it off. It was, not, it was make it, supposed to make it where it wasn't hard-hearted. And then that seed would germinate and a new crop and a new generation of redwoods would come up but that was put out and extinguished. And so the hard-hearted seed could never mature. If you've grown cold today, if you've grown hard-hearted and calloused, please listen to me right now, please. If you have grown calloused and, and allowed encrustation to grow around your heart and around your soul, I'm asking the Lord to do a work in you and let the fire fall again.
in your life. Because we reproduce when the fire does its work. If we get on fire, our children will get on fire. And our children's children will get on fire. The last thing that I want to mention as our team gets ready to sing today, the last thing that they acknowledged that God did when the fire fell, that the people fell on their faces and they said this. They fell on their faces in, hum- in, in, in humbleness to God and they made this statement. The Lord, he is God. He is God. Salvation takes place in families when the holy fire begins to fall in churches. I want to tell you something about this church. This church was born in the fire. It was born in an Acts chapter 2 experience, and it was born with the fire falling in that house. It's sustained by the fire. This church is sustained by the fire. What carries a church through COVID, the shutdown of churches? What carries it? What carries you more than 2,000 years since the death of Christ and you woke up this morning and put your clothes on? Nobody's paying you to come. And you step and you go to the house of God. The only thing that helps that and creates that is the power of of the Spirit drawing the fire of God being in your life. You've got something in your life you can't conquer? Get the fire. And the fire will take over. Got some some demons that you're wrestling with? past, present, fear of the future demons. Come on, man. You don't need religion. You don't need cold, hard, calloused religion that gets it all right and says all the right things. You need the fire of God in your life. If this church is still going to be around a hundred years from now, it's going to be because the fire of God fell. What happened in Europe that when you go to Europe, you visit empty cathedrals and empty places that were once something great to be seen as the Charles Spurgeons preached in those places and the different ministers and the men call down the fire of God but somewhere over time the fire was no longer fit in the, in the, in the annals of what God was trying to do it, it was pushed out and now and now and now we go to Europe to visit empty cathedrals and we look at the beauty of what man built but we don't look at the beauty of what God's building And this morning there's empty pews. There's empty pews. 
and there's nothing left but wood, hay, and stubble. And God said, I don't want wood, hay, and stubble. I want fire in people's spirit. I want fire in people's hearts. Hey, we may not be the prettiest. We may not look the best. We may not do church the best. But I will tell you this. I want the fire of God in this house. As Praise Chapel joins us, I am talking and preaching about a church that is coming to Parkway. That God is allowing this incredible moment to happen, which is just a once-in-a-lifetime moment, seems to me. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to that church that is coming to us, that is coming to us with fire. And they're meeting another church that has fire. You put two fires together, the flame ought to get bigger. Amen? And I'll tell you something else the fire will do. When you put fire to something, it'll mold it together. And I pray even this day that God will take two two bodies and mold them together with the crucible and the power of fire. Mold them together to to be unified in the name and the power of who he is. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Can you give the Lord a shout of praise in that? I want, you, I want you to do something. I want you to do something with me. Would you stand? Would you stand with me? Do y'all feel what I feel today? Yes, That's what I want you to do. Let's activate this stuff. We're going to activate it over the next 21 days, but I want to activate it right here. And if you're uncomfortable with this due to COVID or whatever, I totally understand, and so just ignore what I'm about to say. But if you know someone sitting next to you that you feel comfortable doing this, I want you to lay your hand on their shoulder and I want you to pray. I want you to pray for the fanning, the fanning, the fanning of the flames, the fanning of the embers that God would raise up something that's been lost if there is bitterness or anything that has caused the fire to go out. That God in a moment, that the wind of your spirit would blow across the embers of our soul and God the fire would be relit in our life. If I've allowed sin, if I've allowed stuff, if I've allowed the business of life, the grace of God is saying, child, I still love you. I'm still crazy about you. I'm not beating you up. I'm loving you up. And I want to I want to fan the flame of your soul right now. I want you to reach over and touch somebody right now. And I want you to pray over them. Pray over them. God would do some oh, great work. We're going to pray for ourselves in a minute. But right now, I want you to pray for your neighbor. Would you do that? God, I pray for my children. I pray for my kids. I pray for my wife. I pray for my friends, God. I pray for those who, God, the, the people that I work with that have walked away from God. God, I'm praying, Lord, that there is a 
revisitation of the presence of God in their life. That things that were lost will come back in the name of Jesus. That a fire would be lit, a hunger, a passion for the things of God. Oh God. God, we can't do this without you. We need your mercy. We need your grace. Come on, that's it, church. Let the Lord do what he wants to in this place right now. Pray over your friends. Pray over your church friends. God, reignite this marriage, but God, reignite this marriage through the power of reuniting our souls. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Now I want you to do this. I want you to quit praying for your neighbor and I want you to lift your hands to God and pray for yourself. God, I'm asking you to start a fire in me. Hallelujah, start a fire in my soul. Start a fire in my life. Start a fire in my spirit. God, hallelujah, I put the wood on the fire. I make the sacrifice. God, stir it up in me. 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 And I feel the presence of the Lord in this room right now. I feel the presence of the Lord in this room right now. I love the Lord today, don't you? I want you to just turn around and the, maybe somebody you was praying with or you feel comfortable with it. I want you to turn around and just say, I'm going out and I'm going to make the sacrifice to get the wood in the house. Can you just say that? Tell them one more thing, say, no fake wood in our house. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Do we want to affect people in this generation? We're gonna to have to have the fire of the Spirit of the Lord in our life. I want you to take this message today and I want you to carry it with you. I want you to live it, I want you to breathe it. I want to get down in your spirit. If you have to, if you have to, after your prayer time tomorrow, listen to the message again. Let it re, let it research. I think you, you ever y'all ever uh, y'all ever watched a movie, and you watch the movie and you think you got it all, and then the next time you watch it, you think, "Boy, I miss some stuff there." I'm gonna tell you this: this week, as you start gathering wood, prayer, and the Word, if you listen to this message again, you're gonna go, "Oh." I'm picking up some things there that I didn't pick up on Sunday because my wood's been wet or I had fake wood. But I want to bring back in the presence of the Lord and ask the Lord to do a work. Stir up a, stir up a fresh fire in my spirit. Amen. Are you glad you came to church today? Man, man, man. Give the Lord, the Lord a hand clap of praise today. Beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you for being in this house. Our Discover class will be starting just in a few minutes, and so if you're a part of that, you'll go out. I don't know if it's still raining, but if so, we'll help get you down there. We have people outside to direct you down there. Let's welcome a brand new group of people into Parkway. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think this is, I think this is the year of growth for us in a big, big way. And God bless you. Have a blessed week and stay on fire. We'll see you in the morning. God bless you.